Welcome back, podcast listeners. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. We continue with Kenjutsu of Secrets of the Samurai in Inner Factors of Bujutsu, Control, and Power. Let's begin. In the opinion of Takwan, one of the most balanced and integrative among many points of view on the subject, the inner and the outer factors of swordsmanship had to be considered like two wheels of a cart. And consequently, training in the art was never to be one-sided. Suzuki 101. Nevertheless, it is unquestionably true that virtually every master of Kenjutsu recognized the primary importance of mental independence in controlling combat. Moreover, they all emphasized that the mind had to be free of any attachment, whatever its source and nature, if control was to be successfully exercised. Above all, the mind had to be removed from the disturbing influence of the external circumstances of combat, such as the weapon, the weapons employed, because when the mind is concerned with the sword, you become your own captive. Let's repeat that quote again. And as I move my eyes around with excitement of this quote. So it's never to be one-sided. Nevertheless, it is unquestionably true that virtually every master of Kenjutsu recognized the primary importance of mental independence in controlling combat. Moreover, they all emphasized that the mind had to be free of any attachment whatever its source and nature, if control was to be successfully exercised. Above all, the mind had to be removed from the disturbing influence of the external circumstances of combat, such as the weapons employed, because when the mind is concerned with the sword, you become your own captive. This is all due to your mind being arrested by something external and losing its mastership. Suzuki 96 Neither attitudes, gestures, nor techniques were to be allowed to influence or limit the mind's independence. In the case of swordsmanship, for instance, when the opponent tries to strike you, your eyes at once catch the movement of this sword, of his sword, and you may or may strive to follow it. But as soon as this takes place, you cease to be master of yourself, and you are sure to be beaten. This is called stopping. Suzuki 96. Once again, let me read that last sentence. But as soon as this takes place, you cease to be master of yourself, and you are sure to be beaten. This is called stopping. Suzuki 96. And with that, we will be right back. And we're back. Welcome back, podcast listeners. So this is quite fascinating. This is a shorter episode, but I just wanted to 
reflect briefly on the last part of that. And this is something that we all experience as Aikidoists when we are training, um, you know, what we've been told and how you train. This is why training is important because then you start to feel the understanding of what this means, that you're not looking at the, during a ski, you're not looking at the hand or the fist, but you are encompassing the entire person. And therefore, my has to be incorporated in this so that you're in the proper stance and the proper distance. Um, But then if you take it off the mat, how does that relate? For sure, if you are, and it's very clear instructions here about external forces, that if you pay too much attention to the external, it's like if someone calls you a bad name or they, um, you know, they, they talk badly about you and it's not true, right? Or if it's, it just feels bad to, to have someone talk badly about you. But if you focus too much on those words and start to get in your feelings, then you have lost control. You are no longer the master. So how do you deal with this justification? So you can learn how to detach from the external forces that have taken place or learn how to prevent it from happening, perhaps. If you know that you're in the circle and a way of defense is, I'm not going to deal with these types of people or this circumstance or I know what's going to happen. And that's also part of developing intuition that you can uh You can guess that something is about to happen. It's all lining up a certain way. And then you say, do I want to deal with this? Or what is beneficial to me? And what is beneficial to my higher self? Right? Aikido is about defeating all the bad things inside of us. And this is in the the children's program manual. Or the young people's manual, as we like to say at New York Aikikai. Um, the booklet that we have for the young people there, Yukusha book, explains that this is what Aikido does. So with that elimination, completely as described in this text, uh, it brings this wonderment. And then I think sometimes it takes away bad habits too of, oh, I should feel bad or I should feel guilty or I should have this response. But then once again, you become captive or frozen by some external input. And therefore, you fall under the blade that way, one way or the other, either in, in physical combat, the actual combat with a sword, where you be cut down, or number two, you get cut down spiritually, psychologically, however, by verbiage given to you from something that's happening outside of yourself. You know, good, bad, indifferent, whatever you believe or don't believe. But, you know, and I think it also has something to do with, you know, maybe with the positive aspects, too. You can also be prisoner to wanting to hear praise all the time. I think that can go that way as well, that if you don't get that, then you're deflated like, oh, this didn't happen. So then once again, you're prisoner to you've lost yourself. You lost your mind to this external factor where it should be that you are always happy with self and then you can walk this way. And how do you get there? Meditation. That's another topic for another day when we may return to misogi. Well, we always will return to misogi. Perhaps you're listening and you're in that state as it is. 
You know, we talk about it all the time in cleaning, which is such a fascinating topic for me because everyone can do it, but you see the results immediately. It's easy. And it's also easy to, to show young people that as well, to look at this differently. So with that, my dear friends, thank you again for tuning in. And we shall continue with this chapter, this portion of the book on Kenjutsu. It's rather long and I don't tend to read straight through. I kind of jump around so that you get the chance to get the book yourself and read it in its entirety at your leisure. Um, but some of these pa- paragraphs are so pertinent, so fabulous that I have to read them. <laughs> and it's a joy sharing it with you. And until next time, my dear friends, have a wonderful day or evening wherever you are in the world. And See you next time.